This shit a motherfucking layup. I been Steph Curry with the shot. Been cooking with the sauce. Chef Curry with the pot, boy. Live from the 301. Live from the pot. I want to welcome my audience to episode number 16 of Curry in the Pot. It's episode number sweet 16. Had some crazy game seven action last night. Got the draft lottery tonight. And we also have the Western Conference Finals continuing tonight. So let's get right into it. Today's topics are... Of course, we got NBA playoff action. The stage is now set for the Eastern Conference Finals. As you all know, we have the Western Conference Finals currently going on. And that series has taken a turn due to the injury of Kawhi Leonard. We have the draft lottery tonight. Who will get the number one pick? We're going to find out tonight. And we got some local news, so let's get right into it. So first things first. The Boston Celtics have advanced to the Eastern Conference Finals. Last night, they defeated the Washington Wizards 115-105. to Last night marked the 128th Game 7 in NBA history, and it did not disappoint. I said on the record on Episode 15 that I, I wanted the Wizards to win, but I picked the Boston Celtics to win Game 7. Simply because I did not see any evidence of either team being able to win on the road. But the Wizards specifically because they have not won on the road this series. They only won one road game this playoffs. So I knew it was going to be tough. And they also haven't won a game at the TD Garden since 2014. So the odds were stacked against them, you know, by those statistics. I want to tell you guys what I saw from the Wizards and what I didn't see. Then I'm going to tell you guys what I saw from the Celtics. Early on, the Wizards looked very, you know, very tentative, very nervous. And I mean, what you expect, it's a game seven. And majority of their team has never even been to the playoffs. With the exclusion of John Wall, Bradley Beal, Otto Porter, Martian Gortat, Jan Mahimi. Most of those guys have never been in that situation. So... You know, it's it's, a, it's easy to see why they were nervous early on, but they settled in. You know, the game was pretty good, man. I, I enjoyed myself, but we all know the X factor, the key to that game last night was Kelly Olenek. Kelly Olenek out of all people. Hey, he showed up. Listen, Boston, their role players play extremely well at home, as for most teams, but their role players play extremely well. You saw, you know, early on in the series, Jay Crowder played pretty good. And Kelly Olenek, what, he had 26 points last night? 14 in the fourteen in the fourth quarter? John Wall was with zero in the fourth quarter? I'm going to address that real quick. I want to make myself clear when I say this. Bradley Bill showed up. Otto Porter even showed up. A guy said that needs to show up. John Wall showed up in the first three quarters. He showed up through three quarters. But in the fourth quarter, John, you my guy, but where were you? You laid an egg. You wet the bed, John. And part of that is because the Wizards do not have a good bench. Their bench has been bad all year, and it finally caught up to them. They had five bench points. I think Bogdanovich had all five of those. 
and John Wall played 44 minutes last night. I just feel like he ran out of gas. The issue is they don't really have nobody to spell him, meaning they don't have anybody who could come in and give you solid minutes as a backup point guard. I thought Brandon Jennings would be the answer, but he has not been the answer. And it's just unfortunate. John Wall, he does it on both ends. He played 44 minutes. I expected him to play a little better, but I could see if he's gassed out. The Wizards do not have a bench. Their bench got exposed. I believe they're they're next to last as far as bench scoring with the Timberwolves because we know Tom Thibodeau grinds out his starters. But nevertheless, Bradley Beal, he did show up. He had a career year, honestly, this year. You know, many had their doubts after he signed that five-year, $127 million extension over the offseason with the Wizards. Many had their doubts. I was one of them. But he showed up last night when he needed to, when the Wizards needed him. And it's just unfortunate that their season has come to an end. Uh, The stage is now set for the Eastern Conference Finals. I wanted the Wizards to win simply because I feel like they were a better matchup for the Cavs. They have more firepower, I guess you could say. But the stage is now set for Eastern Conference Finals. And I'm going with the Cavs in five. I think Boston is good enough to win a game. Uh, And they do have the home court advantage. I think they're good enough to win a game at home. And it's going to be interesting to see. The Cavs are just going to have too much firepower. They've been resting for over a week. So they're more than prepared to play. But I I do see the Celtics getting one game. So I got the Cavs in five. Moving right along. Western Conference Finals game two is tonight. And Kawhi Leonard is doubtful after the, uh, you know, ankle injury that he suffered in game one. Those ankle sprains. Drake said it best. It's like a sprained ankle, boy. Ain't nothing to play with. So... I got Golden State probably going to sweep these guys, honestly. That changed the complexion of the series. They fought back after being down, I believe, 25. Once Kawhi Leonard got hurt, that was the turning point in game one. Uh, LaMarcus all just played well early on, but those guys pretty much collapsed. Uh, Steph got hot. Steph was hot all game. KD got hot. Uh, Those guys combined for 74 Klay Thompson still needs to find his game, find his rhythm. But I think the Warriors could sweep these guys now, especially since Kawhi is going to be nursing that sprained ankle for, you know, the rest of the series. But I want to point out something. As I was watching that game and the Warriors came back and they won, In the when it comes to the finals, I'm, I'm going to give Cleveland more of a shot than I have all year. I think... They could go toe-to-toe. Steph and KD combined for 74, and they still barely beat the Spurs without Kawhi Leonard in the second half. So, we're going to talk about the defending champs, the team with LeBron, Kyrie, Kevin Love. You know, their role players, Tristan Thompson, J.R. Smith. They're a deeper team. Darren Williams off the bench. Kyle Korver. I'm going to give Cleveland a more, more of a chance than I've given them all season. Simply because they're a deeper team than they were last year. Golden State really isn't that deep, honestly, when you look at their bench. After Iguodala and Livingston, what's really deep about their bench? Like, seriously. And I'm going to give Cleveland more of a chance than I have all year because KD and Steph combined for 74 and they barely beat the Spurs. So what's going to happen when they play the Cavs? 
Klay Thompson needs to find his rhythm. Their Golden State's big four has to play well in the finals. Like all of them, all of them, gonna have to play well. Uh, Andre Iguodala is gonna have to get healthy. I heard he had knee soreness the other day, which is why he sat out in the second half. They're gonna have to get those guys healthy. I'm giving Cleveland more of a chance than I have all season. So now I'm going to transition over to the draft lottery, and I'm going to read the representative that will be representing each lottery team. Boston is being represented by Wick Grusbeck, I want to say. Hope I pronounced that right. Charlotte, the Charlotte Hornets are being represented by Rich Cho. The Mavericks will be represented by Michael Finley. The Denver Nuggets will be represented by Gary Harris. The Detroit Pistons will be represented by Jeff Bauer. The Lakers will be represented by Irvin Magic Johnson. The Miami Heat will be represented by Alonzo Mourning. The Minnesota Timberwolves will be represented by Andrew Wiggins. Alvin Gentry will be representing the Pelicans. Walt Frazier will be representing the New York Knicks. Frank Vogel will be representing the Orlando Magic. Joel the Process and B will be representing the Sixers. Devin Booker will be representing the Suns. And Dave Yeager will be representing the Sacramento Kings. Okay, things you need to know before I talk about the lottery. Um, for those you don't know, the Celtics own the Brooklyn Nets pick, which is why the Brooklyn Nets are not in the lottery. They're still paying their debts to those guys for that really awful trade where Kevin Garnett, Paul Pierce, and Jason Terry were sent over to the Nets in exchange for basically a bunch of future picks and Gerald Wallace. And the Celtics have capitalized on that offer now. Looking back at it, it was a really, really horrible trade. I know uh, the Nets owner, they wanted to make a big splash when uh, when he bought the team. But it just hasn't worked out that way. So the Celtics own the Brooklyn Nets pick, which will be in the top three. And the Lakers, if their pick falls out of the top three, it will go to the Sixers. And that's still back from that uh, Andrew Bynum trade with Dwight Howard and all that. And, yeah. And a team I'm looking out for in the lottery, uh, I think the Suns. The, the, the NBA cannot reward the Timberwolves again. They cannot give them the number one pick again. It just wouldn't make sense. But I will say this. The NBA will look out for the Lakers. There's no way in hell they're losing that top three pick. I think they're going to get either the number one or number two pick. We had the number two pick in the last two years. So I'm I'm praying, I'm hoping maybe the Lakers get the number one pick. I want them to be able to select Lonzo Ball, play him at point, move D'Angelo Russell to the two. We still got Brandon Ingram, Julius Randle. We got Ivica Zubats, rookie from last year. Uh, he's going to be coming into his own. And we can move Jordan Clarkson to the bench, a role that he played majority of last season. So I think it's going to be really interesting. I'm hoping the Lakers get the number one pick, but I think the Celtics might get it just because they capitalize off this horrible trade. And I think if the Celtics get the number one pick, they're going to select Markel, Markel Fultz. And I think the Lakers get the two pick, we could still get Lonzo Ball. So, you know, that could happen. Are the Kings, I hope they get a good pick because the NBA usually does them dirty. They're usually always outside of the top five, and they're a bad team. They haven't been in the top five since, like, Tyreek Evans and the DeMarcus Cousin years. And I think they got Thomas Robinson in the top five. But they never get a top three pick, I should say that. And we're just going to see, you know, how those ping pong balls bounce. Who, Where would they go? 
So, NBA teams, fans, GMs, players, may the odds forever be in your favor. Real quick, I want to switch gears over to the MLB over the weekend. Derek Jeter, his number, number two, was retired by the Yankees. And it was well-deserved. Derek Jeter was a, a pioneer in baseball. Honestly, you know, the captain, they call him, Derek Jeter. Got, got his number got retired, and it was really big for him. Uh, his wife was there. Uh, his parents were there. His grandmother was able to see that. I thought that was nice. You know, tons of family, you know, sisters, nephews, nieces, all of the above. You name it. It was great to see him, you know, get inducted and have his number two retired. Uh, Derek Jeter was great. Played for the Yankees for 20 years. You know, first class Hall of Famer, man. First ballot, I should say. You know, first-class person playing for, you know, first-class organization. And the Yankees are doing all right, though. But I want to head over to some local news. The Nationals played the Pirates today. And the Nationals have been playing really good. They're 24-13. and 13, But, you know, and they also re-signed Bryce Harper to next year. So he has a contract until up until after next season. So that's good. They really need to lock that guy up. The guy's big time. He's a superstar talent in, in baseball. You can't let a guy like that go away. Because he's going to come to the Yankees. But I want to wrap things up by thanking everybody for the continued support. All the love and support. I, I, I sincerely appreciate it. You, know, you guys have been giving me support each and every episode. I want to thank the people that listen to the end. Y'all better listen to the end of this one. This only going to be like 15 minutes. So. Come on, y'all. But I just want to thank everybody for listening, all the love and support. I want everybody to follow my new Instagram account. Um, it's pretty much me, you know, just posting videos in the NBA, NFL, you know, sports news, posting a lot of sports content, and I'm also promoting, you know, my podcast. So you can follow me on Instagram at Curry in the Pod. Curry in the Pot. I'm sorry, post. Yeah, Curry in the Pot post. You can follow me on there. And you can follow me on Twitter, Curry in the Pot underscore. You can follow my podcast on SoundCloud, Curry in the Pot. And I just want to thank everybody for listening, all the love, the support. I'm praying the Lakers get the number one pick. I'm praying on it. So pray for me. I'll be decked out in all purple and gold today. I hope everybody had a great Mother's Day weekend. This is Curry in the Pot. This is Mike Curry. Episode 16 is done. Everybody take care. God bless.